Hey everyone, this is Mark. And this is Andy. And welcome to another episode of Two Guys That Two Idiots That Don't Know Baseball Talking talk baseball. baseball. Andy, we were talking about the the strike last episode, talking about free agency. Now I just want to talk about the the AL East. Yes. And the NL East. So the AL East, I was disgruntled. I was like Andy Kaufman. I was complaining. The Yankees, I don't think you're gonna make the playoffs. And you I hope you call me out on this months from now saying I remember when Mark was disgruntled and said the Yankees will not make the playoffs. But I believe, Andy, I think this year in the AL East, I think it's... The AL East is... It's the Rays. It's ridiculous. You have the Rays and and the Red Sox. Yes. And you have four teams. And and honestly, the game would be better if every team tried to win like this. Of course. Andy, I went to one game last year. One Yankee game. The game was with the Baltimore Orioles and the New York Yankees. And guess who won that game? The The Baltimore Orioles. Mm -hmm. I looked at the Orioles. I couldn't name one player on that team. And that team fought tooth and nail, and they beat the Yankees. The Yankees, who had like more than quadruple the the payroll. The Orioles will probably finish last, but I really think the Yankees will be the – that will be the only team that the Yankees will be ahead of. I think Toronto, Tampa, and Boston all have good teams. I think it'll come down to Tampa and Toronto. If their pitching comes together, Tampa has a great system. But the Yankees, as much as I love them, and I will be a Yankees fan till the day I die, but I really don't see them winning more than 90 games. 90 games is good, though. Yeah, but... To get to the playoffs in that, in that league, well, but didn't they expand they, the playoffs this they ex- year? They expand the playoffs because it, what does it come down to? Money. So now yeah, the, but that still doesn't change that. It's still expanded. Yes, but I think it takes... it. it, it I, I'm playing both sides of the, the fence. It does, it does, it's profitable for both owners, players, the stadiums, the workers, everybody wins, but I also think it's also taken away from the game because now you're, you're making it cheaper. It's basically like well, when we were it's like kids. A, yeah, it's like a car. Ma- it's like cereal. You remember like, when we were kids? Yeah. You had the you just had East and West. Yes. And then the, the winners of the East would face the winners West, of the West, and then that winner would play in the World yeah. Series. And I remember being a kid, and I remember the NBA had the sixteen team format, and NHL did, and I think football had the uh, twelve team, right? The six and six. Yeah, yeah. And my brother, who is he's older than me, he's you know his explanation was that a hundred and sixty two game season is a playoff. Yeah. Like if you know if you're 10 games out and you have 40 games left, that's your time to do it. Yeah. You know, you have 162 games. Even in the NBA, if you had a team that played a 7-game series in every series in the playoffs to win the championship, they still don't play the same amount of games as a regular MLB season. Yeah. But the I look at it on this thing. Do you remember when you were a kid and you would go grocery shopping with your parents? Yeah. Uh, and the, when you went when you went to the cereal aisle, you had the best cereals. I'm talking the Frosted Flakes, the Fruit Loops, Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. You know the name brands. Yeah. The, the great characters. And then below the top notch cereal, what was below that? It was this massive bag of. Which is what I get nowadays. Of generic. Yeah. Like Frank Joe's Cheerios. Not even. It was like it was like uh, it was like Mark and Andy's uh, Mark, Wheat O's. Wheat O's. Yeah. It was every knockoff of the great cereals and guess what my parents just like you're going to eat this i don't know if my parents are cheap or they just didn't have the money but when the days that they would give you the name brands you were excited so now major league baseball is saying well we're going to add more teams to it so let's just say if a team goes 
81 and 81, right? That's 162 seasons. I don't think they should be in the playoffs, but now with MLB's playoffs, they might. They might be in yes. the playoffs. So you might have the Los Angeles Dodgers with a with a powerful lineup. I think they can win over. They're easily going to win over 90 games. But this team could actually challenge the Seattle Mariners' record for the most no. wins the season. I think they could. I think they could. When you did you I see think the Giants are a good team out there? I the think Giants, the, the Padres are a good team. The, yeah, the Giants, the Padres are a good team. The Giants, I always have faith in because they have just great management. Yes, they're they, a very well-run organization. Well-run well organization. Where the Dodgers is, they throw money at everything, and they won, and they they've, they've they won uh, what the World Series two three years ago. Uh, two years ago. Yeah, the, sh the shortened season. Yeah, the shortened season. So, the Dodgers now added. They have Freddie Freeman. Max they went to the World Series. No, no. The, so it was the Braves, and before the Braves, wasn't it the Nationals? The Nationals. And but before the Nationals, the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was the Dodgers. And then, but they went to the World Series even before that. Yes, Didn't they yes. lose to Houston. And they lost to Houston. Yeah. So, or no, Boston. I think they lost to Boston. I think they might have lost to both of them. Yeah. So, the thing is with like the Dodgers, they have a, a team. Trey Turner, um, who's their third baseman? Oh, I get it. You're former, rewarding. Former, you're rewarding a team, and this is one of the play. This is the players' problem. Yeah, is if more people make the playoffs, then then less it cheapens the game. Yes, because now owners don't have to spend as much because much they money. can get into the playoffs with with you know investing less money yes. into it. And it's always the hot hand. So let's just say if the Yankees, who are a 250 million dollar team, ends up playing. The Baltimore Orioles, who go when they're clicking, where they're clicking, yep, and and their payroll is thirty million dollars compared to two hundred fifty million, and let's just say it's the best of five, Andy, and you have a pitcher in the Orioles system that none of them, the Yankees, can hit. They can actually beat mm -hmm. a two hundred fifty million, and yes, and that's why I love baseball, and that's why I hate baseball. The these million these. These owners, like the the owner of the Mets, is the richest owner in baseball. Mm -hmm. He is he is the richest owner in baseball. So that dude can write a check without even blinking. So, but he has to do it the right way, and that's the thing. The Steinbrenners used to write blank checks. Now they they're trying to figure out how to do it the right way. But I think part of it too is, you know, and and I could be wrong because I'm an outsider looking in, and a lot of the stuff that I obviously had heard about George Steinbrenner was from, you know, through either listening to sports talk radio or, or reading the newspaper because, you know, Steinbrenner hasn't been around in probably over a decade. Yeah, well And, been. you know, a lot of times, you know, I I don't think social media was what it was. I've never been on social mm -hmm. media, so I don't I don't have any of that stuff. So a lot of the stuff I got was just, you know, talking to fans and then you, you hear in what, you know, here in New York we have a WFAN and, and ESPN to an extent, but I was a big WFAN guy. Uh, 660 back then a.m. And I think Steinbrenner would go into a room with somebody and go Here's a here's what I'm offering you. I know right now. This is more than anyone else is offering you if you Want to sit here and not take it because you think you can leverage that to another team the offers off the table So you either take it now or or you don't take it at all and, and we move on and he was also more of a he I think he had a personality where he can he thrived off of uneasiness and conflict. Yeah. Whereas, not everyone not everyone lives like that. Like you know, you know, there's to an extent. I know me. Like if, if I was a general manager or even a player, you know, I, I kind of want to settle things because I don't like it hanging over my head. Whereas, but I don't know if I have the the tenacity. I know I don't have the tenacity that George Senior had, 
which is to just you know go in there and and, and you know slam the gavel down and go it's my way and if i don't like you you're out yeah and he but, embraced that. But, which, but owners of baseball are not like, yes, they're not. The Steinbrenner was different. Steinbrenner was a different. He's like the Jerry Jones. He was a Jerry Jones. I, of, I think he was more than. Yes. I, I, he was the original. He was the original. Like. He was that hands on yes. owner. And, and the, you know, you and I are both old enough to remember when everybody hated Steinbrenner. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's. So he won. And now he's revered as a god. Yes. Among Yankee fans. Yes. Like, I wish Steinbrenner was around to see this. Yes. I wish. Steinbrenner was around for this free agent. What would have happened if George was around? It, it's about so not like. But what, it's not just about that, dude, Mark. You yeah. got under, other teams have caught up. Yeah. So they for have. years the Dodgers not have the, they only caught up. They've passed. Yes, the but you know what I mean. So you have the Dodgers. The only team that would compete with the Yankees on a financial level for years was the Red the, Sox. And the yeah, not and the Dodgers. Not the Dodgers because the Dodgers was owned by uh, what's his name, whose wife. Yeah, they there was some internal yeah. problems not, within was, the owner. It was not owned by a corporation or so, a, a, or a billionaire. So what happened was now you had and the Mets weren't run like a big market team either. So the only team that was really rivaling the the, the Red payroll Sox. wise was the Red Sox, yeah. and then you had these you had these teams, second tier teams that would, but they would always it was like the Rockies would give a guy a, a twenty five thirty million dollar deal and then dump him in a year. Yeah. Yeah, the Marlins would do the same thing. Um, but now what happened? Houston's caught up, and Houston is a big city with a big market now. And a, and the White Sox owner. are spending like a like a big market team, which they are. The Cubs are spending like a big market team, which they are. The Giants, the Padres are spending like a big market team, which they are. The Blue Jays, yeah. and and they, I think they've also developed their farm system better than better the Yankees, Yankees have. Yeah. So now you have the Yankees have lost that edge. Yeah, and there, well, yeah, and, and and no one and I agree with Andy. Because the Yankees, no one flinches at the Yankees anymore. The Yankees are not that big, bad teams that's going to come into town and sweep you. Teams come into New York and sweep the Yankees because there's no intimidation there. The Yankees had to go after a guy like Garrett Cole because they they lost all accountability in their pitching and their farm system. And over the years, these great pitchers do not want to come to New York. Did you, and why did Garrett Cole come to New York? Because we were the we we we. Uh, bid everyone and we overpaid him well That's, i will say that 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 probably happens more often than yeah, not where but the team the player goes to the highest yeah. bidder don't get me wrong like I, again i don't i wouldn't i'm not in trout's head i don't know what he was thinking but yeah. he trout got had, some ridiculous extension and in a good way good for him and uh good for the angels if they're willing to pay it to stay in anaheim you know even though trout knows that his team well i'm not saying he knows but i think his team's not ready to go any far yeah, you know, far in the playoffs, but I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I the, th- the Yankees, the Yankees. I, I just, I think they lost their edge. You know, I they, like I you were saying before. Like I think, like they were bullies, and not yeah. in a bad way. Like you know, in sports, you yeah. want you want to root for your yeah, bully, yeah, yes, and you want your bully to bully the other guys. Yeah, like I'm not, not am I only a baseball fan. I'm also basketball fan yeah. i remember do you remember the 90s bulls i hated the 90s bulls, yes but now i missed them yes no i missed them <laughs> and, but i hated them all but when the 90s bulls came into madison school garden you wanted a fight you wanted a fight you knew something was coming you knew jordan was gonna drop 40 without even blinking mm-hmm. and you hated him but then you loved him but you hate but you loved hating him because you you knew that this guy was the best the Yankees, and you wanted to beat the best you wanted to beat the best the, the the 90s cowboys when emmett troy and michael irvin came mm-hmm. to whatever town they they would beat you and they would enjoy beating you so now the yankees those days of jeter and bernie and jorge and andy pettit those days are over for now and the, the yankees are trying to get back to that but 
it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little while until that happens. Where on the Mets, the Mets, you know, they gave, uh, what's his name, uh, Lindor, like a $200 million contract. The first... No, I think it was more like a 300 300 sorry. I was I shortchanged him by $100 million, sorry. But the Mets, they have a stud first baseman, and, and you're just wondering what's going to happen with him when it's time to pay him up. Well, I'll, s- I'll say this. As a... <clears throat> Remembering how I felt as a Mets fan, you know, throughout the years, it, it always worried me when you had, like, like back, you know, you, even going back to just 2015, which was what, seven years ago, when you had Harvey and Wheeler and DeGrom and I, Syndergaard, yeah. and they were good, and you're going, oh my God, how are we going to keep these guys? One of the things that I remember is like envying, and I would never admit this, I'll admit this now because it's in the past, so what I would never, and I knew Mark back then, uh, but I would never have given him this credit because I'm a piece of garbage. He is huge. But, uh, you know, you would think that if you're a Yankee fan and you had four players coming up like that, the Yankees would have kept all of them. All, all four of them. And you're like, the Mets are like, oh, man, the Mets are probably going to keep the guy that, that they can afford, which is probably not going to be the best guy. But with this guy Cohen now, you have faith that yeah. they'll keep them all. Yeah. You know, and, and I think the Yankees, where, where they're now on the other side, where I used to be, is is they got to wonder if they have good guys, good talent that shines, are they going to be able to retain them? Yeah. So not only can they not attract the free agents, are they going to be able to retain their own guys? But when talk about retaining, like, this is the way I think about it. Andy, I don't know if you've ever had any friends. Well, Andy doesn't have any friends. So no. I, I've known one or two people. You ever met a guy or a girl that owns an expensive car? Like a beautiful, yeah. Like, it's like I'm talking Lexus, you know. Yeah, usually top, the guys top, I work for. Yeah, yeah. yeah top, top of the line car. I'm talking like more than sixty, seventy grand, and they live with their parents, or they they can't afford the car, they can't afford clothes, they can't afford. So the they, food. they drive a car they can't so, afford. Talk about a job yes. they don't have and, yeah. s- and spend money that they don't really. Have. And they yeah. would, and they're indebted to that car. Yeah. For the next whatever years. Yeah. That's what I think the Yankees are. I can't speak about the Mets. The Yankees are paying contracts for players that are still not on the team. So, like, I think this is Alex Rodriguez. Are, are we in a bizarre world now? Are we talking? Hold on, the Yankees are paying for no, a guy. No, no. We're not in the Bobby Bonilla world. No. We're not there yet. Like, Alex Rodriguez, I still think a chunk of his money is still on our payroll, which is crazy. So, that's, you know, you have Alex. I, maybe I'm wrong, but guys like Alex Rodriguez. Uh, Stanton, which is, I'm happy with his contract, even though it's one of the highest in baseball, but I'm happy with it. The Yankees, they got a good deal with Rizzo. I hated him losing Urshelo, so they uh, they had to take on Josh Donaldson's contract. So guys like Garrett Cole is costing the Yankees like $30 million plus. The Yankees are basically, they're their own worst enemies. They have high-priced players they're not are not going to win. Where the Astros is Jose Altuve. Hate the guy. But they've lost a bunch of their guys. Yeah. So they lost Garrett Cole. They lost Correa. Not, uh, yeah, yeah, they Correa, lost Correa. They lost, they lost uh, uh, what's his name, to um, Toronto last Toronto year. Toronto, the outfielder. Uh, it's a Spring, Spring. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's the Yankees. I'm just frustrated. I know I'm spoiled. But I'm just frustrated because I would have just been happy if they signed one of the free agents. To say, okay, show me that you're trying. But the Yankees are now convincing Yankees fans, hey, listen, we're trying, but we have no proof that we're trying. But well, no, you know? okay. So let me ask you this: Would you rather they make a big? They give a lot of money to a B type <laughs> player, or no? I don't want a B type player. I want an A type player because you know you could have you could have signed B, B players. Like I didn't like. 
Trevor Story. He signed with the Red Sox. Didn't want him. Uh, didn't want no part of him. I just don't think he was perfect. Yeah, when Yankee fans, there are certain Yankee fans in this world that says, oh, I hate Carlos Correa because he was part of the, the Astros cheating. I'm realistic. Uh, Andy might say that I'm crazy and I'm a little you know, off my rocker, but every baseball team has cheated. I hate to say that, but every baseball team has found See, a way. The, but this is the difference, Mark. Yes. Certain teams cheat and they yes. actually win. And certain, and teams, certain teams cheat, cheat and, they and they still lose. lose. And that's and, yes. and, and, and so people get mad at the cheaters that win. That, and the cheaters that get caught. Yeah. So, yes, the Astros. I want to sign up, by, uh, by the way, yes. on salary. So it looks like the, the Yankees do not owe A-Rod okay. anything. All but right. the Mets, for from 2022 through 2028, are still paying Brett Saberhagen, Brett Saberhagen. $250,000 a year. Yes. So so uh, that's not Bobby Bonilla. That's Brett Saberhagen. Brett Saberhagen. Good He's 57 pitcher. years old right now. Cy Young, Cy Young winner with the Kansas City Royals. Really good. But thank you for clarifying that with the Rod, Rod, Alex Rodriguez. But the thing with the Yank, like the Mets, I don't know what's going on in the Mets system, but I know they have two stud pitchers, two Cy Young winners. I don't know how their offense is going to click, but... I was talking to Andy in the NL East. I don't see them. I could see the Mets being competitive with. Well, the NL East is not. It's, it's not a, as strong. So the you it's not think, strong. But I, I, the I Braves the, lost Freddie Freeman. Yes, but they but they got Matt Olson from the A's, who's mm -hmm. who's who's good, and he signed like a, I think a, an extension with them. Yeah. I told Andy. I think the Mets will compete for the NL East. I I think Philly. Washington, Atlanta, New York. I think the only team that will not be competitive is the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Well, I would say the two best the Marlins divisions just in got, baseball. The Marlins who Derek Jeter just left. The NL East and the AL East are the two best divisions yes. in baseball. But I, I think that the AL East is, is a better division. Because yes. uh, for some reason, Philly, you think Philly would be better because you know, they, when they got Real Muto and they got Harper and they got Zach Wheeler and they've done they've done quite a few things. They who did they, they just signed another uh who did they sign? Uh Honest Wagner. Honest Wagner. Honest Wagner. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, I Mike heard, Schmidt. I heard I heard, I heard Honest Wagner's coming uh he's a stud. But the thing with baseball, I'm I'm happy it's back. I can't complain. I was Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber, sorry. He, oh yeah, Castellanos came from the Reds. The Reds, who are dismantling their team every day, um, Schwarber, uh, the guy will hit you thirty. DH, he's now the DH in the NL. Yeah. I think that's great for that guy. Schwar Schwarber will hit you thirty to thirty-five home runs, but he'll strike out two hundred times, and he'll hit like two twenty to two forty. But it's better than nothing. So it's better than a pitcher hitting. But um, I said anything else in baseball? Let me see. Um, I think Andy and I talked about the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, we did no, a while no, ago. No, we while while ago. Uh, okay, so we're talking about rules, right? And we we, we kind of because you know Mark and I have uh, very short attention spans. Very short. What are we talking? So about? apparently next year it's not this season. They're getting rid of the shift. Yeah, which I think is. But they're keeping the ghost runner this year, and doubleheaders are nine innings. So how do yeah. you feel about those things? The any order you want, though. Go. I think the shift. I'm mixed on the shift because it's like everything you you can say you can also disprove. Also, disprove. Right? Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, the the shortening of the games I'm happy with. So when those pitchers who pitch perfect games or no hitters in how many innings? Uh, seven. So if you play double headers, it, it's seven innings, right? Yeah. No, no. Now now they're not. They're back to nine innings. I agree with you. Yes. You so, had these guys pitching yeah, complete, complete games. games in seven. Yeah. You, you actually had pitchers who pitched 
a no hitter through seven. No, I guess hypothetically you could argue, and again, I don't know if there's any anyone has this stat that years ago, if you had a game that got rained out in the seventh inning, the guy got the got the complete game. But I think that was, you know, nature was deciding that <laughs> to make a rule yes. is different. Um, so the shift. The um, what was the other what was the other change the implement oh the ghost runner the ghost runner so for anyone that doesn't know I'm sure if if you're listening the ghost runner is once the game goes to extra innings the last I believe batted out in the inning before is the runner on second base yeah it really doesn't you know like I just I I've told Andy this numerous times I don't like the way baseball's going because it seems that they're trying to rush a game that we were brought up to say hey listen. Baseball is a three-hour game. You're going to sit there, eat your popcorn. And actually talk you know, to your friends. Talk you... to your friends. And I think it's one of the only... I think it's the only sport I can actually go to a game and look around, enjoy the atmosphere. Yes. You know, and, and, and you, you don't have to watch every second Every of it. second of the game. You can catch up with your buddies. You can actually... Hey, guess what? You can get up from your seat, go get a hot dog, you can go get a sausage, use the bathroom... And and sometimes the pitcher might still be on the fir- on the same hitter yeah. when you think, and that's the thing with baseball, and that's why I love the game of baseball. You can't get that in basketball. You can't get that in hockey. You can't get yeah. that in football. But all the sports are are shifting towards a more offensive game. Yes, but for ba- a multitude of yes, reasons. Yes, because that's it's the sexiness. It's, it's uh, I think yeah. fantasy sports and gambling has yeah. a lot to do yes, with it. Yes, of course, because it's a it's a billion dollar industry. Fantasy sports. Where now you get points for scoring, yes. you don't get points for not scoring. Yes, now, but the thing is, with the people who are running baseball, who's who's the uh, Manfredi? Uh, Manfred. Manfred. I call him Manfredi. So Manfred, he wants to change the game. He thinks for the better, but how much better can it be? You're trying to rush the game. Um, you're trying to make it more offensive, which by putting the DH and NL, you basically prove that you want to make it more offensive. Where Andy mentioned earlier, it's that's what was special about baseball. When AL played the NL, you knew that when the AL went to the NL's home, the pitcher that you never got a chance to see hit mm-hmm. is trying to figure out how to hold baseball, a baseball bat, and swing. And that's what I loved about the game. Now that's out because you're going to have a DH that's probably going to, who should have been retired, that's going to be in their 40s, that if, the, if you get 20 home runs out of them, that, it's a success. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Anything above what a pitcher can do is a success and the DH spot. Yes, I get it. Now those NL pitchers like DeGrom and Scherzer, they're going to have their pitch count's going to go up. Their ERA is going to go up now because the wild card is you have a fourth place hitter or whatever, third, you know, that's going to work the count. Well, I, you know what? Because you could one, well, one of the things I do wonder is, you know, so the DH was only in the AL. I think in that the COVID shortened season, the 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 DH was in the NL. Yeah. But so let's 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 forget that. You know, you go through the the teams in the AL. Is it fifteen teams? All right, fifteen in each divi- in each league. Yeah. How many of them had really good power hitting DHs? Now, I guess relatively speaking, your DHs probably hit for more power than your other <laughs> players. But how many of them were good? Yeah, like a guy like Nelson Cruz, a guy like Nelson. No, Cruz. Well, well, let me finish. Yeah. But so you have now you're gonna take that same player who you can't even find for 15 teams, apply it to 30 teams. I do wonder. Now I could be wrong. I'm just this is me, just my my mind wandering. I wonder if the DH will evolve to someone who's like a really a leadoff hitter. So now you're gonna have guys that are really fast who can make contact, yeah. but they're not good fielders. Yeah. You know, and that guy can be a stolen base threat yes. or something like that. So I, I don't know. So like a guy like D. Gordon, a guy who can go 100 miles an hour, can his career? He's not a great hitter, 
but and he's also gotten in trouble for steroids. Can a guy like him who can run like a cheetah become a DH just because teams need a player that can steal bases for them and get and and get on base? You know, that's to be seen, but right now I think the NL is geared towards that Yeah, the the, the your prototypical DH. DH. Like and, and that's what I mentioned just a second ago, Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz is a great hitter. He can't play the field. If, what if there wasn't a DH in the AL or NL? Nelson Cruz might not be playing baseball. Yeah, well, he, he might be playing the guy? first Martinez, yeah. right? Victor Martinez. Yeah. yeah, Victor Martinez. You know, the guys like this. But there's ha- certain players. Didn't Stanton play better when he played the field? Yes, he did. And because, but the Yankees were scared Stanton would get injured, and then they put him to play, and lo and behold, he stayed healthy and he played much better because he said he felt like he was a part of the game. Yeah. And and like and I, it's, baseball is a game of you know, men, mental Olympics, as I call it. So it just with with the Yankees and the Mets. You know, the season is going to start soon. I don't know. You know, injuries. Will, will, oh, listen. Know, I mean, I don't know happens. one year where injuries didn't bite anybody. You know, yeah. it's 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 about long term injuries. It's about finding a way. And this is one of the things that the Yankees did very well. I hate the fact that I got to say this. That the Yankees did really well last year is there was a point in the year where they were just all hurt and they were and they were yes. chugging along and they were doing really really well yes. and they and they made the playoffs without you know for most of the season they yeah. had, they were banged up and and that's a good you know that's a good sign also because you had other teams like yeah, I mean you got to look the Braves also won the World Series without one of their best players but yeah. and one of baseball's best players yes so you know who know I mean I'm 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 excited that the game is coming back. I really am. Um, um, I was disappointed with the with the lockout. You know, I uh, and it's and it doesn't and it's gonna... f- sound well from as a working guy to have two rich people oh, arguing about who's going to get more of the bigger chunk of money. Yeah. It's not like they were losing money. They were, they had a bigger pot and they just couldn't decide on how to divide up divide the bigger it, pot. The bigger pot. And, um, and, and, but I and, get it. Yeah, and Andy makes a good point. It's like you have these owners in baseball who are filthy rich. Their their great grandkids will never want or ever have the need to even work and you're going to you're going to be greedy over a pot where there's people that depend on the baseball season in the minor league system so you have it from interpreters to uh, even the people that just the people that work at the the stadium and the guy who sells you lemonade and coke and then all the businesses outside the stadium the bars the restaurants the the clothing sales and, and and I tell Andy this all the time I said does it really affect the owners to be the greedy? So when I go to Andy, I bought two tickets this year. So I bought two games this year. So I bought tickets for the Paul O'Neill retirement jersey game, which I'm a huge Paul O'Neill is one of my favorite mm-hmm. all-time favorite. I bought tickets um, at a reasonable price, which is below fifty bucks. And now what's um, by the way, what's going to happen is is Mark has planned. He bought actually like about twenty five tickets to the game. Two he's keeping for himself. The other twenty three he's holding on to. He's gonna have Paul O'Neill smack Bernie Williams in the face. Yes, yes. And tell him to keep his name out of his mouth. And then the tickets will go through the roof. And then my tickets are gonna like quadruple in value. And they don't sell the other ones you don't need. Yeah. And I'm gonna be filthy rich. That's my game plan. It's called the Oscars plan. I'm basically I'm gonna just gonna <laughs> generate revenue. So I bought two games this year. So I bought the Paul O'Neill, and I believe that they are playing uh, Toronto at home which I'm excited only because I get to see Paul O'Neill one more time on the field the other ticket is for the Angels because I've never seen Trout or Tani the last two years I've bought tickets for the Angels and both both two years 
Trout has been injured. Yeah. I d- yes, Trout is Trout is my modern day Mark McGuire Bonds. Not Mark so, McGuire. No, you said not, Mickey no. Mantle. Yeah, he's yeah he's today's Mantle, but he's like the way McGuire, Sosa, and Bonds was it was in the nineties. Everybody, everybody wanted to see them play. I yes, was, yes. I was, I, I remember doing I, that too. I wasn't around for Mantle. I wasn't around, um, but I would have loved to have been. But these two games, when I go to a Yankees game, the tickets are, the tickets are cheaper than the food and the parking. Yep, which amazes me. So I can pay forty dollars for a ticket. Parking costs me close to thirty bucks. If I get a hot dog, popcorn, and soda. It's gonna cost me close to another thirty bucks. So I've spent sixty dollars on parking and food, and it's just little snacks. So by the time you know it, I've close. I spent close to two hundred dollars for only two people, not kids. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, keep going. I I want you to finish your thought because I I think I know where you're going. Yes, and uh, Andy doesn't know where I'm going with this because I was gonna. It was gonna go back to Will Smith and Chris Rock. So no. So as I said before, how does it affect the owners? When when I go there. The owners, as crazy as it sounds, they raise the prices of the merchandise and the food. So, hey, that Pepsi that cost you $7 last year is now $8. Yeah. So that money, basically, oh, the owner's like, okay, so I had to give up an extra $2 million. How am I going to make that $2 million? You know what? We'll raise the prices of the popcorn, the Cracker Jacks, the soda. It's going to be the fan. And at the end of the day, Andy and I are those fans, loyal or stupid, whatever you want to call us. But we're the ones who's going to foot the bill for that Stanton contract, that judge contract, yep. that Max Scherzer so the, contract. So I think what you're saying is both sides are greedy. Yes. 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 And yes. and you know, when I was a kid, so I grew up in uh, in South Flushing. The Mets play in Flushing, but it's, it's a little bit north and west of where I grew up. And I remember tickets back in the mid-90s. I graduated high school in 1998, so probably from when I was in 10th grade. On, I would start going to games on my own without my parents and I remember tickets being four dollars five dollars for upper deck And then you know, I would go to I would go to random games throughout the year And then you just walk down, you know, and there would be nobody there. That's we're in a great team, you know, and, and back then It was I think baseball. I mean it was, it was probably always a big It was bigger than I thought it was because when you're a kid, you know, you don't have your view your view of the world is different but a lot of the people that I remember at, at the Mets games were local people. Was people from Queens, maybe Nassau County, you know, Brooklyn, Manhattan, you know, probably not the Bronx so much because they had the Yankees. And and I was a kid working at, at a supermarket, a key food, and I made enough money to go to a Met game and get a small soda and some popcorn. Yeah. I go, now I'm a father of three. I go, if, if I take, if I go there with my family, I go, like, like Mark said, you're dropping a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. It's insane. And you know, I don't even I won't even drink a beer because beers are fourteen, fifteen dollars. Yeah. And I gave you know, I gave well, my son a good economics lesson. We stop at seven eleven on the way there. I buy two Miller two twelve boy Miller lights for two dollars each. Those same twelve boys are fourteen twenty five in City Field. Yeah. And I told my son, I said I got two beers for four dollars or two beers for twenty eight dollars. I said, think about that. Now you know what the thing is you, you have a beer or two before you go in, but you know, you might want to have one when you're in there, but I, I just it's uneconomical for me to do that over multiple games. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And as God forbid, if you do have a family, God forbid, because you're getting ready to like cash become an adult. F- yeah, you know that's what I'm saying. It's like thank God I tell people I don't have friends. So <laughs> it's like I'd rather go by myself. Andy is right because you like you'll see people pre-gaming in the parking lot or the garages, and you're like, okay, let me get liquored up 
and drunk before I go into the game. But you and can't do it when you have your kids because you got to drive. You got to drive. Yeah. And yeah. And we, you just you know, kind of want to literally have have a beer or two over yeah. three hours, which yeah. is completely legitimate. Yes. Yeah. And and the Yankees, like you know, the Yankee Stadium rules are very strict. Got it. I understand. You know, you have to bring in a bag of a certain size. You know, you can't bring in whatever. You know, they even give you a hard time if you bring in a baby because they'd be like, you know. Are, are you stuffing that baby with any candy that we could sell you? Yes. But that that's the thing. And, and yes, both sides are greedy. It's like I complain. I'll always complain like, oh, I want the Yankees to sign the top-notch players like Carlos Correo. And the Yankees are just, at the end of the day, it's a business, Andy. And, I, and as hard as it, it is for me to accept that, the goal of the New York Yankees organization is to make money. And, and that's what it's all about. And they're not. You, do you really think the Steinbrenners care about Mark and Andy? I mean, well, they don't care about me, but they don't say, "Hey, listen." They're not running their day-to-day -day operations, saying, "How can we make Mark happy?" They're not thinking that. They're just like, "How can well, we milk Mark for another dollar?" Uh, well, I think, I think, yeah. But I, I mean, I do think that they go, "All right, how much can we push it without alienating the fans?" Yes. I think, I think we're in their head, but as that boundary of, "All right, can we charge this much amount of money?" Or if we if we go beyond this point, will they not buy? That's I, as much as they care about us. I do think that they don't mind alienating fans because where do they get most of their money from? Um, TV from the deals. Net, yeah, from network deals. Yeah. So let's just say if I see, because like when I, I listen to sports radio, I listen to the fan and ESPN, and you'll hear that one fan that calls us like, "I'm boycotting the Yankees. I'm not going to their games." Okay, do you really think the Steinbrenners are? They're like, "Oh shucks, we just lost Frank Smith from." You know, Ron Concomo. Yeah. Oh, you know, we lost his his one game a year. Do you really think the Yankees are going to consider that, yeah. or are are much worse off than if they lose my two my two games a year? No, they're getting millions and millions of dollars from TBS, TNT, and well, and their own network. Yeah, and, and yeah, and yeah. SNY, and and, 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 and yes, are getting yes. their money. And, yeah. I've, and I've actually known I've actually known baseball fans to say, "Oh, I'm not going to watch the. I'm not going to pay for anything else." But guess what? Those guys who tell me that, they're actually paying for the MLB app for like $4.99 a month to get all access. Yep. Okay, so you're not you're you're paying MLB $4.99 or whatever I the amount I think the owners is. know this. I think yeah. they know this. I think because, they know people make comments yeah, when they're upset yeah. and it goes away when they're yeah. not upset. It's like, like okay, and um, years ago, I there was this thing called snake oil. Have you ever heard snake oil? Yeah, it was, I was a big investor in that. Yeah, yeah, it was like Enron. I, that's why Andy and I are in a... Snake oil. That was the can't miss. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost like cryptocurrency. Yeah. And, uh... So a long time ago, uh, sales... I forgot what they were called. Shysters or salespeople or fraudsters. Whatever you want to name them. They used to go around the United States and sell this bottled... Whatever yeah. it's... Ingredient. It was snake oil. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a would give cure yeah, boldness yes. and impotency. Snake and, oil cured everything yeah. from, you know... From whatever, whatever you needed. Whatever you needed to fix... And the person who would fork over the money felt comfortable, and the salesman would be gone. No less it's yeah, otherwise. Next whatever. town. Next town to, to just to scam the next person. So I always tell people it's called snake oil. The the MLB owners they're selling a snake oil. They have this. Hey, listen. Whatever we have for you is going to make you feel better. So if you watch our game, if you come to want, spend money on our product, it will make you forget or ease the pain of whatever you're going through. So if I go over and I spend $200 on a Yankee game, it will it will get my mind off of work or the stress of family because they're selling you a product. At the end of the day, it doesn't do anything for you mentally or physically. Baseball, a baseball is just, 
it, it's a soothing experience. It's stressful. It's, it's entertainment. But at the end of the day, if I walk, let's just say, Andy, I have two bad knees. We're not going to tell the listeners how I hurt my knees. But let's just say if I go to a Yankees game, am I going to, when I leave this Yankee game, are my knees still going to be bad? Yes. Yeah. They're not going to feel better. But the thing is, for those two hours, three hours, yes, they I, you forgot about them. Yeah, I forgot about them. And you get to root for your team. And have, yeah, and that's, and that's the thing about baseball and all sports. These owners, they have a hold of the snake oil. They have something to make you forget about what you're going through for the, the next so few part hours. Part of it's on us, too. No. Yes, it, it, but it, it's, I get it. I get it. It's like, you know, it's like dating a hot, hot person. You know, it's like. What is that? You know, uh, yeah. Like, let's just say if you're dating a hot female or like, hot like male. Someone that, that I like also likes me back? Yes, oh. yes. No, no. But let's just say you like that person and they do, they don't like you back. But they make you look good. They make you feel bad about yourself. I mean, like my mom. And yeah, your mom in front of other people. <laughs> yeah, but my then, mom. Yeah, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's only going to cause you money and strife and headaches. Oh. And 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 that's the thing. It's like, trust me, I've never dated uh, or you know will date a hot dude. Uh, not anytime soon. But it's just these owners, like the Steinbrenners, and um, I was I would say the Wilpons because the Wilpons never tricked anybody. But Cohen, these guys know that they have a hold. Of the snake oil and you need it to get over what you what you need for for the next three hours of your, of your day and that's that's me so um yeah you know but well, thanks for sticking with us it's, this is this one ran a little longer than the know, other ones we enjoy ranting but uh you know thanks again for listening and thanks for joining this is mark and this is andy two idiots that don't know baseball talking, talking baseball, baseball.